welcome to Sparking Wholeness, where we talk all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul. I'm your host, Erin Carey. I'm a survivor of bipolar disorder and a self-proclaimed nutrition nerd who loves asking why. As a certified integrative nutrition health coach, my goal is to help people find balance, and I want to help you find ways to spark wholeness in your life. For more information, check out sparkingwholeness.com or on the Instagram handle, Sparking Wholeness. And now, get ready for today's awesome show. Hey everyone, it's Erin Carey. Welcome back to Sparking Wholeness. Today I am speaking with Dr. Tracy Straup and I'm so excited to have her on the show again. Did I say your name? I think I did this last time. Did I say your last name right? No, that's perfect. Straub. Yes. Every time I do it, I'm like, I second guess myself, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just so excited to have her on again. Let me read a little bit of her background because the first time she was on the show, it was like episode four or five. She talked about MTHFR. You definitely need to go back and listen, but she has a BS in exercise and sports science from the, the Pennsylvania state university with a minor in nutrition. Is that kind of a play on the Ohio state university? Well, it's Penn State University, but it's called the Pennsylvania State University I did when you write that. it all out. Yeah, so it's Penn See, State. I'm a Texan. I don't know these okay, things. Okay, no problem. All right. <laughs> she, Big Ten, you know all, it. Yeah. She has also continued her education taking courses in biochemistry, biology, and food science. Tracy is a certified digestive health specialist from the Food Enzyme Institute. She once dreamed of going to medical school, but turned down her acceptance to pursue a career in natural health. She completed her designation as a naturopathic doctor from Trinity School of Natural Health with additional courses as a master herbalist, iridology, and is a certified natural health professional. She is also the vice president of education and marketing for Nutritional Frontiers, a fabulous supplement company that I've discovered recently. So Tracy, thank you so much for being on the show again. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me back. And uh, congratulations. This, is, this has become quite a uh, great podcast and I enjoy listening to you. So thank I'm excited you. to be here. It's, it's been such a journey and you were a pioneer in my podcast <laughs> talking about MTHFR, but today I want to take it a step further because there are so many things going on with our health these days, so many things in the news and we're hearing so mm -hmm. many different, but, but one of the biggest issues I think that we're hearing is that people who are carrying extra weight, people who are quote obese are more at risk for contracting COVID, for having serious side effects from COVID that just keeps popping up again and again in my own research. And so I want to talk about fat cells, weight loss, a functional approach to weight loss and if what we have actually heard in the past is true, and maybe you can debunk some myths and just go from there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think, you know, COVID highlighted a lot of things for the American population and also the whole world. Um, in some of the um, studies that were put out as social media posts, they, they went and they asked their followers, like, you know, how much snacking did you do? How much cooking did you do at home? ordering out, working out, blah, 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 and who gained weight. And the stats came back that 68% of people were snacking more. 74% were cooking at home though. That was a big increase from you know, what it had been. 61% actually declined or decreased ordering out. 54%, uh, however, stopped exercising. And then 54% of all those people gained weight. So although people were eating at home, they were mindlessly eating, you know, probably snacking more and they were moving less. And so people would probably theorize and be like, ah, they were just not burning as many calories. But, you know, I was in the fitness industry for over 15 years. I owned my own personal training studio and I used to sell the calorie in and calorie out and fat cells are bad and we need to burn them. And, you know, the whole thing that I've noticed about the uh, fitness industry is that it's based on deprivation you know, calorie cutting and go big or go home, um, weight loss, you know, everything has a negative connotation to it. And, and, you know, really, if you understand the body and you actually understand fat cells, you learn to love and appreciate where you are in your journey rather than be so down on yourself from, because of where you're standing. So, you know, fat cells are actually really cool um, organs and that's really what they're being considered today. And when we look at why do we gain weight, right? It is 
either the increase or the decrease of size of the fat cell. And the biggest misconception I hear is that you can burn fat cells. So every today, everybody's gonna take that right out of their lingo. You're not allowed to say burn fat anymore because it's a biochemical impossibility. You can't actually do it. By the age 22, you have a set number of fat cells. And depending on deficiency, toxicity, inflammation, hormone imbalance, uh, some sort of underlying issue with immune response or a genetic mutation or even medications, that determines how big or small your fat cells get. And, you know, they haven't been studied for very long, but, you know, they are uh, a very intricate system of storing energy. And they're involved in a lot of processes like, you know, thermogenic temperature control, hormone balance, fat soluble vitamins are involved in the adipocyte tissue. Uh, they support our immune system and they make up the membrane. Fat makes up the membrane of every single cell in your body. So it's very important. And it's very important that we keep fat healthy in our body because the worst thing that we can do is actually try to um, deprive ourselves and go into a nutrient deficiency or a caloric restriction and create a haven of deficiency, which is then going to further cause issues with our adipocyte tissue. So, um, so like I said, adipocytes are specialized organs of storage and really anything that you eat that is over the allotted amount that you need at that time, 65% of that gets stored in fat cells. Uh, they also are responsible for holding your triglycerides. You know, we hear about high triglycerides in the blood. Well, normally we see high triglycerides in the blood of people that are overweight because their fat cells actually explode because they get too big. And so once they explode, all those triglycerides are actually thrown to the bloodstream. And all a triglyceride is one glycerol and three fatty acids that connect. And it's just a way that your body stores energy for you. It's actually a good thing. We want some triglycerides so that when they are pulled back into the blood for energy in a process called lipolysis, we can break those triglycerides down into that glycerol for energy and your fatty acid for cellular, cellular repair. So the body is a beautiful symphony of goodness, right? We just have so much lingo to demonize it. And, you know, I want to kind of change the perspective today on adipocyte tissue, fat cells, and what they actually do in the body. You know, I, I really love what you're sharing. I think it's so important because we all are really, I don't know what the word, indoctrinated, I guess, to believe that if we have excess weight, we need to burn the fat, we need to go on a calorie restriction. And you're saying something very different. And it, it just brings up so many good points. But before we get there, this is a really great place to pause and thank our sponsor for today's episode. Today's episode is sponsored by ancient nutrition. As we are talking about getting in touch with what our body actually needs, one way to really help restore your body with what it's been missing is by using collagen. And ancient nutrition has the very best collagen on the market. Their best-selling multi-collagen protein powder includes five types of collagen. It is the first and only collagen on the market with clinically studied ingredients proven to help reduce joint discomfort as early as day one, improve fine lines and wrinkles after four weeks, and transform over Overall skin tone after eight weeks. So it's definitely giving your body something that you could be missing. And, you know, I was reading a little bit about collagen just recently, and I read that once you turn 30, your collagen production drops every year. So this is something we really need to restore our body with as we age. And, you know, I actually had the ancient nutrition collagen protein in my coffee this morning because it's unflavored and it dissolves really well. I don't know that it's there. And I even put it into my kids' pancakes. I put it into their waffles, muffins that I make when I add all my little veggies in there. I add in the collagen as well. And just like the veggies, they don't know that it's there, but they're getting something that they need. Ancient nutrition is all about proven formulas for real impact. All of the ancient nutrition products are made from the highest quality of ingredients and they are rigorously and repeatedly tested for purity. Right now, Ancient Nutrition is offering 20% off your first order when you go to ancientnutrition.com right now and enter promo code SPARKING at checkout. 
That's ancientnutrition.com. Enter the promo code SPARKING for 20% off your first order. Ancientnutrition.com. Enter promo code SPARKING at checkout. Now, getting back to this weight loss conversation and just changing the mindset about weight loss and what, what we need to do to lose weight, I often say that if you're gaining weight in a short period of time, maybe there is something off in your body. Maybe there's something else going on. So I'd love to ask you, what are some underlying reasons that somebody could be gaining weight? Yeah. So um, what I said back, we'll just walk through these, right? Deficiency. I mean, if you have deficiency in fat soluble vitamins, AEDK, most likely you're going to have some sort of fat issue because they can't work process and create mitochondrial ATP. And your fat cells have more mitochondria than any other cell in your body, anywhere from 2000 to 15,000 in each fat cell. That's a lot of potential for adenosine triphosphate, which is ATP, which is like the gas that we use in our car. Um, so if you're deficient in something, or if you're deficient in B vitamins, let's say you're very stressed out or you had a killer workout, right? That's stress on your body. Your body doesn't know stress from emotional turmoil to overtraining to a Big Mac. It all responds the same to stress. So whether it's a chemical toxicity or an emotion or a really hard physiological um, you know, workout, it's all stress and your body's going to require extra B vitamins, extra adrenal support, um, extra good fats to support the adrenals because that's a hormone. Adrenal glands are, produce hormones and hormones require fat. So there's a lot of little intricacies that go in there. So any of those deficiencies can really be problematic and an underlying root for weight gain. Toxicity, you know, fat soluble toxins such as heavy metals are found everywhere. And heavy metals are one of the biggest disruptors of methylation and ATP production. So with that said, lead, mercury, um, cadmium, arsenic, all of those things that you can find in food sources and water supplies, they're all in there. So, you know, it's a big issue of toxicity, plus any of the pesticides, chemicals that are on our foods, preservatives, dyes, additives, like you can go on the cascade of toxins that we are bombarded with every day, not to mention xenoestrogens and medications that are being dumped in our water, which further disrupt. And we'll talk about med medications next. So whether you're voluntarily taking them or not taking them, all medications have a side effect because they're synthetic and thousands and thousands and thousands of medications are dumped into our waters, flushed down the toilet, they're in our, our supplies. And as much technology as they have to try to pull them out, they're not always taken out. They're also fed in mass amounts to our animals, which we then consume, which is why it's so important to get grass-fed, organic, you know, hormone-free, antibiotic-free sources, which are really hard to find. So we have deficiency, we have toxicity, we have medications. You can also have food sensitivities. Uh, you can have an infection of some sort. All of those things would cause just underlying inflammation and deficiency would cause inflammation and toxicity would cause inflammation and medications would cause inflammation, right? All of that inflammation will then lead to hormone imbalances such as thyroid or insulin, all again, which directly impact metabolic function and weight. Um, and then underlying issues such as, you know, immune response to a virus, uh, gut dysbiosis. And that's a really big one. You know, kids that were given antibiotics very young at age had a lot of dysbiosis and actually had uh, more uh, accelerated weight gain as adults. So that was one of the studies that were done. So we're seeing that gut microbiome is huge. And I know you're a big proponent of gut, gut brain, uh, and all those neurotransmitter signals. All of our body talks all day long to each other. And then if you have an underlying medical issue, a chronic um, you know, disease or comorbidity, or if you have a, a genetic mutation like MTHFR, all of that can impact weight. So as you can see, if you break it down, Carrie, it's not just like a calorie in, a calorie out. You know, your body is a, a compilation of systems, organs, and functions that have to work in a symphony. They need enough nutrition. They don't want any toxins, reduce inflammation, no food sensitivities, no poor product choices, right? Watch the medication intake and then enhance those systems and functions with certain supplements that you use positionally and strategically to supplement an already healthy lifestyle. And going that path rather than 
then pounding your body with excess exercise and starving yourself is a much more functional and biochemical solid model and a very successful model to lose unhealthy weight or inflamed adipocytes to actually help them shrink to the healthy size um, than starving yourself and you know working out for hours a day. So we can talk a little bit about the anatomy of a fat cell and why it's important to shrink it, but I'll just pause and let you uh, say any, ask any questions. Yeah, you know, that actually was going to be my next question. And so we will get there. But before we do, I want to thank our sponsor for today's episode. Today's episode is sponsored by Literati. Literati is spelled L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I. And it is the dawn of a new era for book clubs. I'm not being dramatic about this. I just discovered Literati. It is a book club like no other. Literati delivers their monthly book picks straight to your door so you can spend less time finding a good book and more time actually reading one. You know, I'm very open about my mental health journey on this podcast. And reading fiction or reading in general, reading all types of books has always been really healing for me because it's relaxing, it calms my breath rate, I can kind of slow down and just dig into a good book. And so what I love about Literati is that you can enjoy a beach read with Ellen Hildebrand, who is like the queen of beach reads, or you can explore mythic realms with Joseph Campbell scholars, or you can join other conversations in 12 different unique book clubs, engaging in a diverse community of readers from all around the world. That means you can even talk about Steph Curry's favorite books with Steph Curry for real. I love it. I love that they host exclusive interviews with the authors themselves where you can ask your biggest questions and get the insider answers that you won't find in any other book club. My favorite thing is that you can move freely between book clubs. So you're not just like tied down to one book club. You can switch it out month to month or you can use the standard membership to access everything and then choose the books you want delivered. All book club members can shop the entire Literati library at discounts that are so steep they look like cliffhangers with many books over 50% off. Reimagine what a book club can be. Redeem your 30-day trial for only 99 cents at literati.com spark. Head to literati.com spark to learn more and read more with Literati literati.com slash spark. All right, Tracy, you mentioned that we can't burn fat cells. You mentioned that they are inflamed or they can be inflamed. So I definitely, I want to get into that a little bit more and dig into what that means. Yeah. So, well, let's start with, um, let's see, let's start with, you know, the, the kind of the anatomy of a fat cell. So specialized storage unit and really um, fat cells, right, that, that adipocyte, when they're all in sequence together, a bunch of adipocytes together, that's called adipose tissue, right? And we know that because we can see it on our butt and our thighs and the little jiggle that kind of annoys us. Now I just kind of look at it as massive ATP potential and I think I'm doing all right. So, you know, protein secreted by the adipose tissue and these are all kinds, uh, TNF alpha, interleukin-6. That's our cytokine. That's our immune system. Remember how we heard about COVID and the cytokine storm? Well, that was interleukin-6 being launched out saying viral attack. We need macrophage type one to come out and kill this virus. And then macrophage type two would come in and say, okay, you guys killed enough. Everybody calm down. We got this under control. We're going to clean it up. That's part of the adipocyte tissue is that MAC1, that uh, interleukin-6 or, or cytokine storm. Also, um, Adiponectin is released from fat cells. Leptin is released. That's our, our hunger control, right? Leptin and ghrelin in the stomach. Estrogen. Estrogen is one of the adipokines that are thrown at. There's hundreds of these little adipokines that this adipose tissue uh, resist in. Uh, epilin. Uh, angiotensin 2. And angiotensin 2 actually had to convert down to angiotensin 1-7 in order to stop the cytokine storm. So there's two adipokines in this adipose tissue that we already learned about right now, interleukin-6 and TNF-alpha and angiotensin-2 that are pro-inflammation. They say, big signal, got to throw out inflammation. Now, when these adipocytes are small and healthy in a lean person, 
then you have about 5% of that cytokine macrophage type one. Okay, so that's normal. You kind of want your body to be aware. You kind of want your body on red alert most of the time because there's always something we're being bombarded with. It's when we get to be about 15 pounds heavy or more that the adipocytes are inflamed um, because we've maybe taken in, um, you know, toxic, toxic laden food, we might have a deficiency. Um, you know, we might, might be on several medications that are creating weight gain, basically inflammation of the fat cells. That's what weight gain is. Um, and what happens is when you get 15 pounds or more, you start to produce more macrophage one activity out of those fat cells. So you become what's called pro-inflammatory and you are constantly releasing angiotensin two. TNF alpha and interleukin six, or you're what we call pro-inflammatory cytokine dominant, 50% pro-inflammatory cytokine dominant. So from 5% carry to 50% is a big jump. Um, that would be like somebody giving you a, a raise at 50% or tomorrow you woke up 50% heavier. Like you're like, wow, right? So when we have a 50% increase or 45% increase of macrophage type one, of inflammation in our body from five to 50% is major. And so that's really what we saw. We saw that people that were already inflamed, people that had diabetes, people that had a comorbidity, cardiovascular disease, were on medications, were 15 pounds or more overweight, and especially obese. They were already pro-inflammatory. They were already putting out the red alert that something was wrong and they needed to send out macrophage type one 50% of the time. So from the waking hours that they were up, they were always sending out pro-inflammatory cytokines. And then we dropped a virus on them. And when we dropped the virus on them, they went up so fast to fight against it. Whereas someone that was at a healthy weight only producing 5% of pro-inflammatory. Now, maybe when the virus got dropped on them, they went up to about 50%. They took it out real quickly because they activated the immune system. Macrophage type two came in, told everyone to calm down and go home. And they might've been sick for a couple of days and they got better, right? Whereas the people that were in the population that were already pro-inflammatory, the people that were obese, the people that had diabetes, those were the top two. And then moving down the chain, right? Cardiovascular, so on and so forth. They were already at 50% inflammation. And then we dropped that virus on them and they may have went to 90% or 100% and they couldn't shut it off. They couldn't shut off that macrophage type one. And what happened was they literally kind of drowned. Um, their systems and functions couldn't recover and they couldn't activate enough macrophage type two. They couldn't convert that adipokine, that interleukin six, that angiotensin two to the stop angiotensin one seven. And it was interesting because the fat soluble nutrient that helps with that conversion is vitamin D. And the exact same receptor site where vitamin D is, is the exact same receptor site that SARS-CoV-2 hijacked on these people. And so when it hijacked the receptor site, they couldn't come in with vitamin D, even if you started taking it then, it was kind of too late and they couldn't stop the storm. So that was really the truth of why COVID took them out. Not because germs are so scary. You know, it really came down to terrain. It really came down to adipocyte health. And if we start looking at fat cells, adipocytes as organs, they have their own T cells. They have their own B cells. They have their own macrophages. They have their own vascular system. They have all of the same things that most organs do. You know, they have an extracellular matrix, a netting that keeps them all together. They have capillaries. So they have fibroblasts. I mean, we hear about all this stuff in organs and cells. So what is a fat cell besides its own little organ system? And it's extremely valuable in your body. And we have to stop demonizing these poor little guys because if we can just learn how to get them healthy rather than try to burn them and annihilate them, you will lose weight faster and stay at that healthy weight you'll reduce inflammation, you'll fill deficiencies, you'll create massive ATP in your body, and you'll decrease toxicity plus enhance your fat soluble vitamins and regulate your lymphatic system. Right now we're doing it backwards. We're going all deprivation and starvation and then telling people to work harder 
And really all it does is deplete their ATP. So their cells can't divide. They can't get that good mitochondrial biogenesis and they run out of energy. And eventually we call that overtraining. I love that. So what I'm hearing you say is that fat cells are protective. They are helpful. We just need to be nurturing them (laughs) in, in a beneficial way. And also what I'm hearing is that a lot of these, these people that have really been hit hard from COVID, and I would also throw into that category, people that have hit hard by the jab as well. I would say that that's mm-hmm. probably having the same reaction. You already have some inflammation. So you're inducing inflammation by an outside source, whether it's a virus or a vaccine and your body goes, oh my gosh, I need to do something with this. I know I need to do something with this. Well, let me just go on the attack. And so I think that we're seeing that in multiple ways right now. But again, it goes back to that root issue of is your body working for you right now? (laughs) Or are you beating it up so much that it's just working against you? And you know, exactly, we have to participate right in this uh, breakdown of our body, whether you're not sleeping, you're not eating enough, you're not eating a right nutrient dense food, you're not taking supplements, you have some sort of toxicity, whatever that factor is, you know, it's our active participation to hear this podcast today and be willing to change our mindset on something that we've been lied to about all these years. And, you know, and to the fitness industry defense, I mean, I was in it. I did every diet that was ever known to man. And people always ask that question, like, what's the best diet, Tracy? And I'm like, you know, sometimes strategically, you have to use a certain plan. You know, for certain cancers, we know that vegan is better or paleo is better. It's not always one way or the other. You know, for somebody has hormone imbalance, you know, sometimes paleo is good because they're not getting enough protein or sometimes keto is better, right? So I think what happened though is the, the industry comes in with good intentions and then we hijack a whole diet. And it's like keto forever. This is how our ancestors ate the paleo way. I'm like, well, I don't remember them making paleo brownies, but whatevs, you know? So we have to remember that, you know, there's a 10,000 diets out on the market because none of them actually work for everybody. So what I tell people is, you know, my whole thing is, is if you eat as close to natural as possible, you know, and I go tree ground, run, swim, fly, falls from a tree, grows from the ground, runs in the field, swims in the ocean, flies in the sky, organic, non-genetically modified, you can eat it. You know, if it sustains life on its own, it will sustain life in you. And if it's able to reproduce cells on its own, it'll reproduce cells in you. It's as easy as that. If it comes in a box bag, can or bottle, it's not food, it's a product. And I think if we can all just get in that mindset and be like, oh, and then stop using the word calories, I would rather count chemicals than count calories because chemicals are going to make you fatter than any calorie any day of the week from a non-GMO organic source. And then, like you said, learn to love the functionality of our body. And just because you've been lied to all these years about how fat cells work, Um, And like I said, I don't really blame the industry because there hasn't been a lot of research on adipocyte tissue and what it does until about 2008. That's not long ago in an industry that's been telling you for the last 50 years to, uh, you know, count points and step on the scale and humiliate yourself in front of everybody. And again, like anything else, you know, the model had good intentions and I kind of went to like mad science, you know, it was like, oh, well, if this works and it has to work, if we do it more, it's kind of like the bigger and better, like, right. If I can bench past hundred pounds, I need to do 300. Cause that tells me I'm in shape. Although I can die of a heart attack because my liver is so congested from all the protein that I'm eating. So, you know, the whole industry has been like kind of manipulated to sell you something. And so I kind of un- want to unwind that and just let people know that you know, their bodies are amazing and they're, they're not created poorly. Um, you know, we're not born sick that way. So, you know, understanding how our body utilizes our fat cells and that it is so very important to every function in our body. Because I always tell people like, if God put it everywhere, it's gotta be important. You know, your brain is made of fat. Your spine is fat. You have fat all over your body, around your organs as protection. Like, why would it be put there if it's not important? Um, that's my biggest thing. And so people that are overweight just have sick fat cells. So I tell people, you're not fat, you're inflamed. Don't look at it any different as if you sprained your ankle, what would you do? Go run on it to try to make it better. Why are you trying to beat up your body to make your fat cells healthier? doesn't really make sense. So if we are inflamed somewhere, we don't keep doing a thing right now. Does exercise help? Sure. It does. But the studies that were out on exercise, 
and nutrition alone, when people had the right nutrition and all their nutrient levels were optimal in their blood, they lost more weight without exercise than somebody following a calorie restricted diet and exercising every day. And it was like astronomical and maintained it with ease. So it does tell you that it's not exercise. Now exercise is good for endorphin production. It's also detoxification of the body. It helps to move the lymphatic system. It helps to pump the blood and the heart. You know, it helps to move out cell salts and all kinds of good things, toxins through sweat, urination. Uh, it helps with good bowel movements. Like, and it also helps with, you know, creating ketones for the brain, ATP. I'm not saying exercise is bad. I love it. And it also helps reduce stress because it is an outlet, but it should not be the thing that you're doing to lose weight. It shouldn't be the thing. And I know this is going to be like the whole world out there is going to be like, what? I have to look at my treadmill number and burn calories. Guys, that's a lie. There's no way <laughs> that we can know how many calories you burn an hour unless we know your metabolic rate, your resting heart rate, you know, your lean muscle mass, also your hormone panel, and if they're all balanced. Also, if you have any deficiencies, how much ATP production are you pushing out? Because I'll tell you, Aaron, on your very best day, although we learned in school that we can produce 36 to 38 ATP, right? We're probably lucky if we get 20 ATP in this society in the way we are. We are nowhere near optimal with ATP production. So which means we're nowhere near optimal in performance or recovery. So people that have started training for like half marathons and gained weight, you've probably heard that before. Or, right, you know why? Because you were deficient, you were starving, and you weren't strategically placing nutrients for optimal adipocyte um, health. And that comes from the liver. It comes from the pancreas. There's so many levels. So my whole thing with people is to get them to learn to love what their body's doing. It's, it's giving you a signal, you know, weight gain to me is no different than thyroid issues. You yeah. know, if I see weight gain, I'm like something else is going wrong in the body. Weight's not something to lose. It's a sign of dysfunction. So yeah. it's just time that we start changing the industry's mind on, you know, weight loss. It's, it's not about calories. It's not about burning fat. It's about optimal ATP production. It's about optimal adipocyte health and metabolic function. Yeah. That's, I'm so glad that you mentioned that. And, and it's so funny. I'm one of those people that if I start training for a half marathon, I will gain weight. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I, I, and that was the whole reason. I mean, this was back, gosh, 12, 13, maybe 14 years ago when I trained for my first half marathon. Well, why did I do it? I did it because I thought I was going to get really skinny. I was going to get that runner body, whatever that is. And then all of a sudden it was like, nope, my body, <laughs> my ancestors did so well at <laughs> surviving <were> famines <laughs> that I, any little stressor that I put on my body, I will gain weight. And it happened last year with COVID too. Yeah. When we went into shutdown lockdown, what did I do? I was like, well, I need something to do. So I started doing this workout program every single day. And for me, it was like, okay, this helps with my dopamine. This helps with my motivation, my mental health. I was doing it for reasons, not weight loss. Related reasons. to weight loss. Yeah. Yeah. But here's what happened. I gained weight. I got really inflamed. I got mm -hmm. puffy and I, my body, I think thought that, and I think there was the emotional stressor of COVID and lockdown and what's happening and what's going on in the world. So there's that, that factors in it. So we have to be mindful of how sensitive our bodies can be to stress, whether it's a physical stressor, emotional stressor, environmental stressor, all of that. Yeah. I'm a sensitive person and I can embrace that now, <laughs> you know, but I think it's important to go. There isn't a one size fits all when it comes to that. So what can we do for those of us? And I think there are probably a lot of people out there like me <laughs> that are like, man, but I love to work out, but my body's sensitive. And like, what's the best way to make sure that we're optimizing maybe our detoxification and managing our stressors in, in a way that, that supports our health, long, yeah. long lasting health. Well, you know, just because we've been told a thing doesn't mean it's true. Right. So and I always go back to the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So if you're working out and you're not getting the results you want, or you're finding that you're not recovering from your workouts, change it up. Um, that would be first, you know, most of the time people that are go big or go home type of people, they're the hardest ones to change or the ones that say, well, I need to work out. That's okay. If you need to work out every single day, then you need to optimize your nutrition to support the fact that you're working out every day. You need to remove the toxicity to support the fact that you're working out every day. So it's really about keeping the mitochondrial health intact, in the adipocyte health intact, 
good ATP production, good nutrition, and no deficiencies, keeping yourself toxin-free, so eating optimally, things of that nature, and then making sure that that ATP production is optimal, you know, so that you can recover from those workouts. If all that is in check, you know, then the body doesn't, doesn't throw up the red flag and be like, wait a second, we got a deficiency. We got red alert, red alert. That's called the uh, macrophage type one and start this inflammatory cytokine storm. So we can let everybody know. If you are working out, you're not getting the results you want, then I would probably say, you know, what, what are you doing that's creating the deficiency? Where could the deficiency be? Maybe meeting with a practitioner to understand that, right? Is there a toxicity in the way? You know, is there an underlying um, medication in the way? Is there unstable hormones? You know, what's going on that um, could potentially be creating an inflammatory response in your body at the adipocyte level so that they're getting bigger? Um, are you eating the wrong foods? That's usually the easiest thing. Is it the sad diet, right? The standard American diet. Sorry, my dogs are, I can let them out. Um, so yeah, so any of those things um, can create it. So for people that are struggling with the, I have to work out every single day of my life, you either have to have optimal nutrition or you got to do something a little less taxing to the body. Remember, if you can switch the mindset that exercise is detox, then um, you can probably switch the mindset of doing something else. So normally when people come to work with me and they're having issues with weight loss, I'll tell them like, um, you know, we're going to change today. This is going to be hard, but we're going to change. And what we're going to do is we're going to have you work out less, right? And do more things that are detoxifying to your body. Um, yet are going to be strategic in reducing inflammation and helping you decrease the size of your fat cells. So those things would be stuff like infrared sauna, you know, helping to move out toxins without causing additional wear and tear on your body, which is going to deplete the mitochondrial health. Uh, we might do dry skin brushing. We might, um, you know, do some sort of uh, cleanse protocol, which would be, you know, something that we can do uh, for people that are listening. Um, so it might look a little different than exercise, exercise, exercise. But what happens is by taking the um, stress off of the body, because that stress is put on there in a deficient toxic body. When we do that, we actually fill nutrient gaps, decrease toxicity. And what happens is by working out less and taxing the body less and giving nutrition, they, the weight just falls off. Cause like I said, I don't look at weight as anything different than thyroid dysfunction. If you came to me and you said, my thyroid needs help. I'd look at iodine. I would look at toxicities that may affect the thyroid. I would look at why it's inflamed. What nutrient does it need, you know, to help it shrink and get back to its right size. Well, your fat cells, the same thing. So how can I help that little guy? I don't want to get in there and annihilate them. That's what everybody else wants to do. I want to optimize them, you know, modulate the function. That's really what we want to do. Yeah, I, I love that. And I am right there with you. It makes so much sense. And I, and for me, I've learned, I have to take, I have to change up the way I exercise and just walk for the sake mm. of, I mean, walking is therapeutic, you know, like if I'm trying to push myself and, Oh, go harder, go faster, you know, like that's going to be a little bit stressful to my body, but walking, looking at the trees, I pray out loud a lot. Right. <laughs> I listen to worship music. Like that is therapeutic for me. And I've been hearing a lot about NEAT and that stands for, I guess, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Is that right? Yeah. So basically what it's saying is that all through the day, you should be moving. <clears throat> and, you know, people are like, I'm trying to look up NEAT workouts. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> it's what you do every day of your life. You're not really going to find one. So just take your camera and film yourself doing all the things you normally do and then put that on YouTube and call it that. But that's what it is. It's just about understanding that above your basal metabolic rate, which is basically you laying in bed breathing. That's how many calories that your body needs, you know, just to maintain life. Anything above that is, is icing on the cake. You're burning it, right? So if you just laid around and breathed, uh, you need a certain amount of calories every day and nutrition just to function in that optimally. And then everything above that is, is what they consider burning in the neat exercise program, which isn't really a program. I think it's just edifying what I say. 
Now, if you're stagnant most of the day, right, you sit at an office all day long, your body's meant to move. So when I work with clients and they're, they want weight loss and they, I've just ruined their life and said, listen, you're working out too much. You're putting too much unnecessary stress on a body that is deficient and toxic. We're going to back your workouts down. We're going to do detox in a different way. You're going to do some Epsom salt baths each week. I want you to go to an infrared sauna once or twice a week. I want you to walk a few times a week, but I don't want you to do any grueling exercise. That's going to throw more stress on them. And oh my, their faces, they're like, well, I'm going to gain so much weight. And I'm like, I guarantee you in seven days, you'll lose more weight than you have all month. And guess what happens in seven days, they call me and they're like, you won't believe this. And I'm like, well, try me. <laughs> you know? like, I just may believe you. And then what I tell them is through the day, you got to get up and move. Like you can get up and go for a five minute walk or a 10 minute walk and then come back to your desk, then get up again and do it again. And it exercise becomes cumulative rather than cumbersome. It becomes part of their daily routine rather than an hour of their daily routine. So it's something they become more aware about and just getting up and moving actually helps them feel better, um, you know, for, um, you know, just overall health and brain function. What you said, Aaron, is walking is very therapeutic. Well, yeah, it's a cross crawl modality, right? You walk opposite hand to leg. That's connects the right and left brain hemisphere over the corpus callosum. So it actually helps you balance your thoughts. That's why when people get mad or upset, they have to walk away. That's why, because they have to go and strategically like get their emotional and logical self, like reconnected to be like, all right, I can't, you know, I can't choke him right now, even though I want to, you know, as most husbands and wives may feel, but you know, we, we get our emotional recourse back and we're like, all right, we just got to walk away. So walking is therapeutic. It's also enough. You know, we got to start remembering that our body's enough. It knows what we need and what we don't need. And we can't fight against biology. It just doesn't work. So if you're doing something and get, getting the wrong result, most likely you're doing the wrong thing. That's usually what I tell people. So the other thing is from sitting all day, your lymphatic integrity actually wears down. So what they found is at the visceral level, um, you get a gapping of the lymphatic tissue. Like it literally starts to break away. So it's kind of like a screen with bigger holes in it. And you get a leakage of the fat free or the free fatty acids that the lymph is pulling from the blood, the excess, right? That it wants to get rid of through the colon or through the urine. So you, your body's smart. It's gonna pull away things that it knows. Like if I leave this free fatty acid in the blood, it's probably gonna get pulled into a fat cell and she's gonna gain weight. But if your lymphatic system is intact, it'll pull those excess free fatty acids and get rid of them rather than them going into your fat cells. This is how the body works. But what happens through stagnation is our lymphatic system needs worked in order to stay strong, just like your muscles need work to get bigger. And it started to break down during COVID. And what they found in mice was that in a, uh, the, ad, uh, the adaptogenesis that happens, right? It actually increased in the fat cells because those mice that were stagnant, right? And didn't do anything, their, their lymphatic tissue started to leak free fatty acids back into their bloodstream and the adipocytes would grab them. So these mice just gained weight due to inactivity and not because they were losing muscle, but because their lymphatic integrity decreased. And so that's a big deal because if we can keep our lymphatic system healthy and moving, right? then we can really help our body. And that's why exercise does help with weight loss, if you want to call it that. It basically promotes lymphatic health, lean muscle mass increase, which increases ATP production and cellular health. And then for the lymphatic integrity, it actually helps keep us clean and healthy so that our fat cells aren't trying to you know, grab all the toxins in our blood. The lymphatic system can get it out for us. That is so good. And I definitely, I think that's a really good time to talk about power cleanse and lean greens, because <laughs> I have to throw this out there. This was not planned ahead of time, but, um, nutritional frontiers has a product called power cleanse and lean greens. My husband was having 
some mystery stuff that nobody could fit, no practitioner, no scan, nothing could figure out. I didn't and see him just for the record. Yes. No, no. And I just, <laughs> I knew about this from the company. Yeah. Right. This is not, this is just on my own. <laughs> I was like, you know what, maybe I think your liver needs some love. You know, right. I think we need to work on some detoxing and he, first of all, he loves it. He loves the way it tastes and he loves um, the way it makes him feel. And he's feeling a lot better. And that was from, I, I've heard you talk about power cleanse before. And um, so I, maybe I'll go ahead and, and share with people about that, because I think we can drop the link in the show notes sure. to, if, if they're interested. Well, this was actually those two products you mentioned, power cleanse and lean greens. I put those together in a kit and uh, I wanted something that you know, would emphasize nutrients and also emphasize detoxification and on their own, just by themselves, they're unique, wonderful products. But when they're put together, it's a powerhouse of nutrition. And so the power cleanse, the pineapple coconut is my favorite flavor. It's a full macro nutrient matrix. It has your protein, carbs, and fats uh, also has a product called fiber Sol two, which is a soluble fiber. And it's, um, it's comprised of a, a digestive resistant malodextrin. So the fiber serves many purposes, uh, including uh, helping glucose, lipid control. So Fibrosol is actually a really cool product that helps for colon integrity, um, but it's a full macro. So you're getting your protein, carbs, and fat. And then it's also a full vitamin matrix. So it has all of your vitamins and minerals and they're made by Trax. And Trax is uh, a product from Albion and it's chelated bonded. So they're the most bioavailable on the market. So you're getting a full macro and micronutrient matrix in this formula. And then it has the quadrifolic. This is the most uh, bioavailable folate on the market. And it's really important that in any type of shake cleanse system that you have a precursor for energy, which is your good B vitamins. And you know it's really about having the right amount in the right forms, and then not having any other toxins in that shake. So all of our shakes are hypoallergenic, gluten-free, dairy-free. This happens to be a vegan protein. So, you know, anybody can use it, but that good bioavailable folate pushes like gasoline. Like we step on our, if we need gas in our car to go somewhere. So the B vitamins actually push all the toxins towards the exit. And then there's a proprietary detox matrix in the power cleanse that consists of N-acetylcysteine, glutamine, um, threonine, glycine, lysine, I think taurine. Um, and what that does is it actually helps the liver convert with along with milk thistle that's in there from phase one, taking fat soluble toxins to phase three, which is where it converts them to water soluble toxins. And then they're excreted and out of the body. So that's the power cleanse. Um, and it tastes great. Like I said, I like the pineapple coconut that quadrifolic in there too, that, that most available biofolate for people that have MTHFR, uh, which we learned about in the, in the first lecture that I did for you, um, this actually biohacks around that genetic mutation and will help fuel the B vitamin cycle. And then the second part of methylation is that methionine cycle where we're regulating SAMe in the production of glutathione. Well, it also helps regulate that so that we get the right SAMe amounts, which is really important for neurotransmitter production, as you know, Erin, with being the, the brain girl, and then getting optimal glutathione, which is our major, major antioxidant in our body. So it really helps with that as well. So that's just the power cleanse and it tastes great and it's fabulous. And then in the remove complete kit, what we did was we added the lean greens. And this is just a green drink, superfood but it's more than that to me um, because it's really key in liver health. Um, so it's key in uh, carbohydrate, carbohydrate metabolism because it helps with hepatocytes um, and it also helps with glycogenesis. So if we're talking about carbohydrate sensitive or people that have a tough time with carbohydrates, this is a great powdered formulation to bring in. And then it also helps with fat metabolism. So, you know, the liver is really active in breaking down and oxidizing triglycerides because it breaks them down and sends them out as energy. So in order for the liver to do that, it has to have the right forms of lipoproteins packaged in there and the right amount of bile and producing the right amount of cholesterol in the lean greens can help with optimization of all of that as well. And then last for protein metabolism, I mean, lean greens is great for the synthesis of non-essential amino acids. Um, but also, again, for that hepatocyte um, health, 
and, and uh, you know, just um, breaking down the amino acids and the conversion of them to uh, non-nitrogenous nitrogenesis parts so that we can use them optimally. So that Lean Greens formula helps with liver first and foremost. So you taking a guess for your husband that that's what he needed was awesome. So, and then there's a, a few other things. Um, it does contain a patented trademarked ingredient called Emotheon. And Emotheon is um, one of the best forms of glutathione on the market. And we like to use patented trademarked ingredients because then we have research for it. We can show you the studies. And what they found is that in the form of S-acetylglucosamine, which is what this is in the patented form in the right delivery system, it optimized the usage of this 40% higher than even lipo, um, you know, any type of lipoglutathione product. So this is a great product and it tastes good. I mean, I don't know if you've ever had um, glutathione, you know, just straight up, but it's nasty. Yeah. It's nasty. It tastes <laughs> like rotten eggs, you know, and smells like it too. And then the last thing that Lean Greens does is actually a chelator, Aaron. So it pulls heavy That's metals. Important. And remember that power cleanse has that phase one through phase three detox, taking fat soluble toxins to water soluble. This will help chelate it. And then the power cleanse, remember with those B vitamins, will push it towards the exit. And we talked about, you know, ATP production. Um, it's so disrupted by all those heavy metals. So what I do is I take one scoop of the power cleanse, one scoop of the lean greens, and I mix it together uh, with water and ice in a shaker cup. I'm pretty simple. You can add, you know, alternative milk to that. You can put it in a Vitamix. You can add fruits to it, you know, but it can be used as a meal replacement. It can be used in between meals. It can be used as a snack. How I position it is it's something that every single person should do every single day because we live in a toxic world. But if you're targeting something and you want to accelerate the cleanse, I usually start people out for 10 days, two shakes a day with both one scoop of the power cleanse, one scoop of the lean greens for 10 days, twice a day, and then eat a healthy dinner and have snacks in between. Um, of course, whole food. And then after that, do one shake a day. So what that does is it drives in nutrition. It gives you optimal fuel, optimal ATP. It detoxifies. It fills nutrient gaps. It's a full multivitamin. It's a full mineral full panel of detoxification, kind of like a one-stop shop and it actually tastes good. So it's just working. It's been one of our biggest releases. Yeah. I, I love it. I love your knowledge and I love how, I mean, you, your brain stores so much information. It's ridiculous, but um, yeah, I definitely did not intend. I didn't even tell you ahead of time that we were going to talk about that, but I just felt like with everything you were saying, I was like, we need to promote this product because it, it really does help. And so I'll definitely link, help. link the um, website in the show notes and all of that, or anybody listening can feel free to reach out to me about that. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so grateful for everything that you've shared and I can't believe we're out of time. Time, I could ask you a thousand more questions. <laughs> so, well, I can come back. I just Two biggest things for people to remember if they're going for weight loss and just general health. You know, general health will start, start by keeping your adipocytes healthy. Those are your inflammatory markers, guys. So you want to optimize nutrition, detoxify organs and systems, recharge cellular respiration, ATP production, you know, get the right forms of the ingredients, the right amounts, and stay away from toxicity. And you do one of these shakes every day, Aaron, you cover the entire great pyramid of health with what we did. Probiotics and enzymes, check. Macro micronutrients, check phytonutrients, check, good fats, check, you're done. You've hit all your essentials. So just by doing one shake and that's more nutrition than most people are getting. So I'm, I'm glad you have me on and I thank you for doing this and keeping everyone educated. You are an inspiration. Yeah, well, thank you. This was so helpful and yeah, we'll, we'll talk again. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in to Sparking Wholeness. For more on all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul, check out my website, sparkingwholeness.com. Don't forget to be kind and subscribe to this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And to be really kind, you can leave a nice review. I like those.